Welcome to a special edition of Talking About Kids. I'm your host, R. Bradley Snyder, researcher, activist, and author of The Five Simple Truths of Raising Kids. As the holidays wind to a close, I always feel a little melancholy. There are a lot of reasons for this. Sentimentality, chief among them. I love the traditions of this time of year and spending time with friends and family. That being said, the tilt of the planet bears some responsibility for my mood. I am talking about seasonal affective disorder. As I was pondering if or how it affects me personally, I began to wonder about its impact on kids. So in this mini episode, I want to talk about what we know about pediatric seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder, which rather appropriately goes by the acronym SAD, is defined by the Diagnostic Manual of Mental Disorders, or the DSM-5, as a form of depression. Individuals with SAD experience symptoms when there is less sunlight, most notably in the winter months of January and February. And these symptoms get better and even go away when there is more sunlight, typically in the spring and summer months. About 1 in 20 adults in the U.S. experience SAD, and it typically lasts about 40% of the year. The symptoms of this include fatigue, even when you have enough sleep, weight gain associated with overeating or craving carbohydrates, again, feeling sad or depressed, a loss of interest in pleasures or activities that you typically enjoy, and a loss of energy, um, even when there is enough sleep. Finally, that inability to sit still or slow movements or speech. Now, research shows that children experience SAD at much lower rates. Happily, only about one in every 30 children have SAD. But the effects of SAD for them can be particularly poignant, especially when you think about the activities that they are involved in this time of year. So in addition to the general depression symptoms that I listed, studies of students with SAD show that they experience memory impairment, and attention deficits. This is troubling when you realize that many of our students go through finals this time of year, or even standardized tests, such as the Regents tests in New York. What then can we do to help kids that experience SAD? Well, SAD can be treated with medications. They're the same medications that are used to treat depression. But my bias is whenever there is a treatment available that works as well, if not better than medications, that that's the treatment that I prefer. And in this case, light therapy has been shown to be as, if not more effective than medication. And what is light therapy? Well, as the name implies, light therapy involves exposing an individual to doses of light. We sit the kid in front of a light therapy box, which emits a very bright light that has been filtered, so there is no harmful ultraviolet rays. This is typically done for about 20 minutes 
every morning. And improvements are seen within one or two weeks. Now, for it to remain effective, that treatment has to be done every day, usually tapering off again in the spring or summer months. But studies have found that it works with children. So if you have a child who you suspect is suffering from seasonal affective disorder, talk to your healthcare provider. Maybe they will prescribe a light box. And maybe you can use it yourself. Thank you for listening. For more information about the research I cited, please visit talkingaboutkids.com. From there, you also can find out about upcoming episodes, suggest a topic, learn more about me and my books, or submit your questions for a future guest. Our theme song, as always, is by The Senators. For more of their music, go to thesenatorsmusic.com. Full episodes of the Talking About Kids podcast are paused for the holidays, but be on the lookout for more special mini-episodes like this one and for announcements about the second half of Season 2. And remember, kids are young goats and young children, and the difference is that young goats are easier to manage.